The Jacob Media Sports Network, in partnership with 97.3 ESPN, brings you the Mays and Aton Show. Middays with Harry Mays and Aton Shander. Now, it's the Midday Show with Harry Mays and Aton Shander on 97.3 ESPN Radio. Well, it is. You ever hear that? You ever hear Steve Summers ever launch a show that way? I've heard him launch many shows. I didn't. It is. It is. Well, it is because you know the imaging will say it's Harry Mays at eight times. Oh shit. yes. It's the you know the schmooze, right? Yeah. The, the, it used to be the Shweta and the schmooze Correct. way back in the day. Now it's just the the schmoo- schmoozy. You know, taking one and before he got into all that thing, because the imaging would say, "Oh, here's because the FAN had the original powerhouse imager." Right. You know, that voice that still does it now that echoes, right? And we've got great imaging. There's some fantastic people that do that. But I'm just saying as far as homage, that guy goes back. And it would be like, now, here's Steve Summers. And I'd be like, well, it is. (laughs) (laughs) It would be the most. I sat there one time and did updates for him. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and and I'll never forget it because I I got to see this guy who – and look, he's far from – the greatest host or technical, and nobody would ever say that. Oh, I love them, though. I just, love them. He's still on, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Unless, I think it would be news if they kicked him off, right? Oh, yeah, it would be. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I, I think he's kind of locked in. He's like, uh, you know, there, we've got people here. I, I don't know who I can say or can't, but, you know, we've got people in, in and around the Delaware Valley that will always be on the air. Right. Like, I can't imagine a Philadelphia sports landscape where you won't be able to hear Paul Jolovitz on the air. Do you think so? Oh, I can't. I now, can't. are we talking AM hours or overnight? Doesn't or matter. Where, it, where is this? It doesn't matter. Okay. He's found he, multiple. He's on multiple stations. Oh, he is? Yeah. Merrill's and, of course, another one. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's what I'm saying. Oh, there, okay. there are plenty of people around. You are probably what people would think of as, like, they can't imagine a sports landscape in Philadelphia without listening to Harry Mays. See, I can. Well... <laughs> I'm just saying I can that the, the people out there, I don't think can. <laughs> but, uh, you know, how about us working today? I don't think anybody else, regular shift, is on today. I was, you know, flipping around the dial on my way over here, which takes me about a half hour to get here. So I've got some time to check out what's on. Mm-hmm. And it's like substitute day, except it, for you and me. Well, yeah, but you know what happens, like – and. You could just ask the woman who's upstairs right now, unless she's gone out. Rightfully, nobody's going to blame her for not subjecting. I herself can't believe to this. she was here when I got here today. Because well, I, I would have thought she would have bailed. I think it was just you know because it was a nice day out. Everybody's taking their time, but you can imagine what it's like. Everybody turns into an eighth grader. I don't care. I don't care what you do. I don't care what line of work you're in. You could work as an executive for Apple. If your boss, whoever you answer to, is not there, then you know that you turn into an eighth grader again. Up, oh, subs in, or nobody's in. Mm-hmm. Like, no teacher, nothing like that. Nobody, And, you know, you leave early, you, right. you extend your lunch, you work from home. Technically, home could be the bar, the restaurant. The golf course. Exactly right. That's so a, a lot of people playing golf today. I'm, I'm hoping to be one of them after the show. Well, I played yesterday. Yeah. I showed you that shot. I saw, I saw that. I was atrocious for... I think Car- I think the sports gods were laughing at me yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah. Because you know the last time I went out, Harry, I was playing with these illegal balls, 
And yeah, we need to discuss this. The <laughs> fact that you use and brag about it. It's not even just that you use it. <laughs> Hold on. It's that you tell everybody Hold about it and flaunt the fact that you're using illegal golf equipment. It's only one. First off, I, I put a tweet out asking if anybody's done this before, just cheated using it. I saw a, that yeah. yesterday. So you can weigh in 609-403-0973. And I'm curious to get your response to that same question. Hmm. But here's the thing. I went out. This was only the second time. I got them. I didn't re- at first. To be fair, I did not realize they were illegal when I bought them. You did honest the I, balls, I, I, correct? Because you not. realized you had an illegal driver. You flaunted that. Well, that, that fact. it was a fifty nine ninety nine driver that broke on the second swing. Good. All right. Now uh, <laughs> that's what you deserve. Yeah, I have a real driver, and I use that. But I, I told even my brother in law when we went out, like, look, this is an illegal driver. I couldn't hit the thing. He couldn't hit the thing. Next thing you know, it was rattling. It was a piece of junk. We threw it out. Good. But the balls that I bought, I legit, you can ask her, I legit did not know they were legal. I was, Where did you buy them? On Amazon. Of course. And they were like ultra Where everybody straight. Gets golf balls. They were correcting balls. That's oh, what they okay. were sold as. Okay. Like, and I thought, oh, instructional balls. Like, oh. this is the medicus of golf balls, <laughs> right? <laughs> Fix your slice with these balls. Exactly. Right. So here I, and I, I don't want to go through the whole story again. I told you this on air about the first time I used them. The second time was just now when I went out yesterday. So I've only used them twice. Mm. But the first time, both me and my brother-in-law used them, and it was great because we were cheating. It was awesome. And the ball, you could really tell. But Well, do they go farther, or do they just stay straighter? It's a combination both. of both. It's a combination. Now, yesterday, it was the greens or the fairways were aerated, and yeah. you know, nothing it was wet. Nothing was going anywhere. Right. But, yes, they go straighter, and they land, and they go farther. Everything. It's all in one. And it's correcting. Hmm. So what would be a slice or even a hook would correct a little bit. So I played with them yesterday. Just, you know, and she's the most honest person. Forget athlete like she competitor. Being... My fiance. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. mean, she's, she's an awesome competitor, and she's an amazing golfer. But she's also just an honest competitor, and she's just an honest person. And That's it... usually the way it goes in golf. Well, yes, but... She also walks that line as well. Like, it doesn't pain her to walk the rules of golf. Like, that's just how she is in life. Okay. So she kept resisting using the fake ball. No, I'm not using a fake ball. And I'm using, or not fake, but the cheating ball. Mm-hmm. And, I, of course, I can't hit it. All of a sudden, like, I can't. I went from being able to blast it with my brother-in-law for nine holes to not even be able to make contact. So, finally, in the last hole that we played, I was able to put that whatever you want to call it, par together. Mm. But it comes at the expense of a fake ball. Or I keep saying fake, but it's really a... It's just a, an illegal an ball. An illegal ball. Yeah. yeah, an illegal ball. So you and Patrick Reed should hang out. I Look, I think Reed and You're I... You're like the Patrick Reed of Huntington Valley. I think so. Now, look, now, to be fair, I've only used them twice, <laughs> and I've used them both with family. Right. I have not embarrassed... Anybody that I'm associated with by bringing them out, nor have I even shown, like I hid them from the club pro, mm-hmm. Ian. Like I made sure that they were in my pocket, and I didn't even mistakenly bring them out or anything like that, all right? Okay. So <laughs> nobody knows outside of anybody who's listening right now, like Tony or Billy, the guys who might listen in the Do you mark these clubhouse. balls? Do you mark your balls? No, no, I don't need to mark them because... Because nobody else uses these c- correct. pieces of garbage. It's like Polaris or Polara. Oh, my God. I think, Polara? Yeah. 
Polaris. Polaris is a, a snowmobile. It's not Polaris. It's Polara. 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 Okay. P-O-L-A-R-A. Golf balls that will reduce slices and hooks, plus improve distance. Right. Make your golf game enjoyable again. Oh. Polara golf balls. Never mind figuring out how to swing the damn club. We just use these cheating Polara balls. Look, it made a difference. I parred a hole yesterday, all right? I went from not being able to make contact to parring a hole in one half round. If that doesn't prove to you... That these balls, I should be selling these illegal balls. You should. Balls. In fact, I'm, I'm, I'm amazed that they're not sponsoring one of your other radio shows. <laughs> well, look, at this point, I'm going to have to reach out. I mean, Jesus. Now, they say they're for recreational golfers only. I consider myself a recreational well, golfer. Well, we're all recreational golfers, but I mean, Well, on. she plays in tournaments. You well, know, yeah. You know, I'm, the, I'm not, it's not like I'm entering tournaments with this. If I enter a tournament and get nailed with illegal activity, like equipment, well, then pl- you can ridicule me. If you're playing a match with somebody for money, that's cheating, too. Well, I wasn't doing it. Okay. I wasn't playing. We were walking four or five holes oh yesterday. All right, Harry? I mean, my goodness. Unbelievable. All right, now, we've got a couple of things. Matt Lombardo, have you ever – oh, before we even do that, all right? And yeah. 609-403. He's going to join us at 1 o'clock. He is. Yeah. 609-403-0973 is the phone number that you can text us on. We're also live on Twitch, Maze and Aton. Can't wait to see what's going on here. And on top of that, we have a couple of things from what happened with Ben Simmons last night to what happened with the Sixers and Giants health, a couple of other things moving forward. Have you ever, in any sport, in any capacity, the statute of limitations has been lifted, so you don't have to worry about anybody accusing you of anything. Have you ever at any point doctored anything? Because somebody brought this up on Twitter, and I didn't know you can do this. What do you mean doctored? Like, have you ever cheated by using illegal equipment in any sport? I don't care if it's Little League Baseball and you use metal cleats, even though those were illegal. No. I mean, I never corked a bat. Never. Nope. Um trying to think how how i could have cheated in some of these other sports um i I don't remember anything i would definitely tell you okay no i know you would tell us i'm just curious if i mean i was a runner in high school cross country and track you could indoor track could you cheat that could you get like special shoes that were i I, I had the the best of the shoes right i was you know one of the best guys on my high school team and the best guy as a senior okay but i didn't cheat i just Ran every day. That's right. I worked hard. Well, did you use any type of like? Were you on any type of drugs? No. Before you ran, no. <laughs> Speed I didn't, or no. amphetamines? No. Or acid? No. This was before I tried acid. Okay. Uh, no. I mean, I, I always looked at, at that kind of stuff as something that probably would hurt me rather than help me. Yeah, probably. Probably. You know I, mean? I mean, there wasn't blood doping or any of that stuff available when I was in high school, and no. nobody did it anyway. It was only for cyclists. That's true. At the time. And you wouldn't pop something. So, for example, I popped one time in high school. In I was playing lacrosse for a year and a half, right? Mm. And I was a goalie. I didn't know any better. I got roped into it. But I popped a Ritalin mm. before a game. Thinking, a little more focused. Exactly. Yeah. Now, again, it, it dried the you-know-what out of my mouth. And this is before you could fill in the blank about Cottonmouth and all that. I mean, I'm, I'm a junior Senior part of me in high school. So I blaze a little bit, but this is not like, you know, how I am. Right. So at that point, it was it was awful. Like everything felt like I was more. It wasn't more focused, Mm -hmm. but just more in tune, if that makes sense. Like the ball hurt 
You know what I'm saying? Normally, you take a ball off your knee, you take a ball off your ankle, it stings for a second, and that's it. Everything felt more intensified, gotcha. if that meant. Yes. But not in like a psychedelic sense. No. But like in a, I'm aware, I'm Sensory aware. Sensory perception, exactly, everything. Exactly, exactly. Oh, it was, yeah. it was a nightmare. Yeah. It was a nightmare. We got killed. Yeah. We got, I think I let up 15 goals that game. Really? Like, it was awful. Yeah, it was terrible. I took an Adderall once, but it wasn't to do anything in sports. Well, was it to study? It was just to try it, to see what it would do. Did you eat, blow, or... No, I swallowed it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people will blow it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. it's Adderall. You, you, sm- you snort it. It's kind of like a, a cheap way around uh, another another drug. You can oh, do. I got you. Yeah, it's all right. That's all right. I'm not here to you know lay all that out. At Shander Show, at Harry Mays TU. Now, we have one thing going on tonight that we're going to have to repurpose with the help of Josh, and that's the bowl game because that's on the docket. For the six pack of skunked picks, you okay. hear that game right here on ninety seven three ESPN. That's oh, is that awesome. right? Okay, so Did the play by that. play will be on ninety seven three. And that, when does that start? Eight o'clock, Josh. Uh, eight o'clock kickoff, seven p.m. pregame. For those who might care, there's a pregame for the Hawaii Bowl. That's who's, right. Is, who's hosting that? Costco. No, I thought you would. No, it's a ESPN radio. Oh, it's not a job that you have. They haven't asked me to do anything outside of this show on the Jesus. station. I'm not part of the pod. Are you part of the podcast thing that's going on tomorrow, Josh? At least you from this show. Are you representing? I, I get I get one segment. One segment on yeah, what? One, I, I get the college football one. Rutgers. Rutgers. Yeah, me. It's me and Costco on that one. They're okay. doing a state of the teams yeah. tomorrow. We were not asked in if place that makes of you feel our show. Yeah, during our showtime, we weren't asked to be a participant in well, it. Well, let me ask you this. If you would have been asked, would you have done it? Absolutely. We can record something down the line. I have a full on studio here that I can record stuff with. Harry has a place back at his house that he can record. Absolutely. We can do video, we can do everything. I'm just curious because I know you guys are both very busy with. Uh, you know, Aton's got two well, million shows. No, 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 no. And Never assume. Okay, ha- ha- Harry. I- Harry always has an appointment with his couch and a beer in front of a game. So, look, man, if I can make weekly appointments for people in Portland, Kansas City, and elsewhere, I can do that here for Mike Gill and you, and mm. we can knock a fifteen-minute segment out. Remember, we were doing derailed for a little bit before the show once right. a week. That's right. We knock a twenty-minute thing out. Absolutely. Never assume that I'm too busy to do a radio show. Yeah, exactly. Josh, all right. <laughs> that, that is shame. Never. On- never. Shame on you, Josh. Now, really. let, before we move on, have you at any point, and I don't care if it's a weightlifting competition or if it was a basketball game, whatever it may be, have you ever cheated by using illegal equipment, not substances, dopamine, anything like that, Harry? No. But has Josh ever done that, do you think? I don't even I know what illegal equipment would qualify as. Like, I feel like that's something that f- figures more into, like, other areas of life than more so sports. Like what? What illegal outside of like a corked bat? Like what else would there be? All right, I'll give you a perfect. Like example. when I when I played baseball in high school, we played aluminum bats. Like how is that illegal? Well, maybe a, right. a non-conforming golf club. Exactly. Or ball, okay. Exactly. Like you, Easily. You. Yes. Well, I'm weighted darts. Golf, so that's out. You've never brought your own weighted dart to the bar and I've, won a couple of rounds. Or I've what never about played, a cue? I've never played darts. What about a a pool cue? You, know, no. you, you can cheat with a weighted pool cue. You can? Absolutely. I've, I always I've never preferred, done that. I always preferred the heavier pool cue, though. Well, that's... That felt better in my hands. Like it's just, Correct. You know. It's like a bat, but right. at some point, it's within regulation. Right. So, Zach MVP at Z Kasman does stuffing newspaper down a wiffle ball bat count. Well, now, you used to be we, able to cheat. We all that. we all did that. That's like, what that's, I'm saying. No, yeah, but I, where I'm, were you on that? No, but I'm just saying, like, that wasn't considered cheating because everybody did it. 
Okay. It was like it wasn't like you know Harry has this special bat that nobody else had. We all did the same things to our bats: electrical tape, you know, duct tape, whatever it was, and then you'd stick something. Maybe you'd stick a, a broom handle down inside it too. You know, like a piece of wooden broom handle. This is that is really cut that off involved. and then and then cap the top. This, well, is, look. this is way more involved than I figured we were going here. Yeah. Why? No, and a tennis ball, a tennis ball, and wiffle ball were big. Absolutely, that's the, that's one of the first go-to things I think people would bring up is how you can cheat in wiffle ball. You know, maybe somebody put a little a little thing of lead tape on the end of their bat to make it a little heavier. Yep. You know, something like that. But oh, we all did that. I we, guarantee you at ship, you guys were cheating oh, out yeah. on the lawn. Well, yeah, but, but lawn the, ball. The, the whole thing, it's not like our guys had the only illegal bats. Like, we all were doing it. It would be like Major League Baseball. Everybody's on steroids. Right. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? Fair. Well, at one point, everybody was. Well, yeah. <laughs> well we think so. <laughs> How about this? At Miles PH, does bringing extra money to Monopoly count? Now, I think oh, wow. that is something that has been done before. You would need somebody paying attention to the bank. The banker would really have to be keen on the amount of money. The banker would have to be in on it. Well, it's easy to slip the banker a little uh, bit, that's right? That's what I'm saying. The banker, this would have to be a collusion type it, of thing. It would right? be. It would be, I think. Now, there's another one, and I only know this from the story that I just told briefly earlier. A lot of times, and this would happen maybe twice or three times a year, where somebody would get checked for an illegal lacrosse stick mm. and the pouch would be too low and it would be like you could just carry the ball and you wouldn't be able to knock it's it out. It's kind of like a hockey stick with too with much the curve, curve on it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Mertidis is probably sell- – oh, oh, man, they're talking about the hockey I'm stick. Sure, I'm sure he's cheated he, uh, many absolutely, times. Absolutely. I mean, now, yeah. this is one I'd like to explore with you. How about the Flyers you? winning four straight after a three-game losing streak? Should we talk about them? How about that? All right, we can, but I needed to bring this last one up for you real quick, All right, because it's right up your alley. All right. Apparently, I don't know if this is a wives' tale or if this actually works. The guy who tweeted it said it did not work. But you can apply chapstick to your driver. Is that correct? Um, chapstick. To make it stick and have more friction to grab the ball? I, I, or why Why would you? I don't know. I mean, I, I've never heard of that. I've never known of anybody doing that. But you know, I got Petroleum jelly on well, driver, okay. I've seen that. You have? I've, I've heard about that, but I've never seen anybody do it. Well, what's I, the I Googled chapstick on your driver. What's the purpose of it? Well, apparently, I, well, I don't know. I, I just imagine that the driver would have some sort of grab, right? Well, I mean, you don't... It reduces the side spin. Okay, now we're talking about oh, something. Oh, okay. Now, this is from badgolfer.com about 10 years ago, but apparently if you apply chapstick and I assume some sort of petroleum jelly, you're talking about, as I can see this... Like Vaseline. Exactly. Reducing the amount of side spin so it's a much straighter wow. ball. That's in, that's that's unbelievable. Yes. Legally, you can... Uh, it doesn't really look like you're. I mean, I know you know certain grooves on wedges are illegal. Right now, this it, is major cheat right here. Major cheat. A small amount of chapstick will substantially reduce the amount of side spin generated by the ball, allowing you to hit the fairway just like Tiger. That's incredible. Albeit a hundred yards. Are shorter. you going to try it? No. You should try it. No, 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 no. I, all I'm looking for right now is a sponsorship out of Polara. Can you imagine? Polara? Can you imagine the lengths of which you and I can go? Like, you're the, you're, do you remember this magazine, Highlights for Kids? 
you were probably young enough to where when you went to I the doctor. You do, I know. And and here's the thing. This is the beauty of this conversation, is this is where I think we're on the stretch ends of a generation here. Is Harry is just old enough or now young enough, right, at the time to remember no old enough, pardon me. You would be just old enough, like just make the cutoff to remember this back when you were a kid going to like the dentist or the doctor it's in the waiting room there yes what's it called highlights Highlights for kids and there was this cartoon a black and white cartoon josh you know where i'm going with this right yep goofus and gallant you don't remember that no oh man it was it was like the prototypical do this you know do as gallant does don't as as goof right goofus likes to punch his brother in the face with a spiked bat Gallant likes to bake his younger sister cupcakes. It, it was like always a, something extreme. It, right. It, it, right. Sound, it sounds like a midday show in Indianapolis. Yes. Goofus and Gallant. That's exactly it. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. You're right. That's they'd, be, exa- they'd be writing something for Jason Barrett's website. Yeah, that's Goofus oh. and Gallant. Wow. Right? I think so. <laughs> uh, interviewing uh, somebody down somewhere in, like, Boise. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Goofus and Gallant. And that's what, the, that's what it would be. All right, 609-403-0973 is how you open up here on the text board. And also, we have the Twitch channel running, Maze and Aton. So, okay, where so you... this is the stuff you're talking about. You don't remember that? No, I don't. I'm, I'm telling look, I'm you, I'm looking man, at some of the drawings. It, you might be on the planet just long enough to have remembered that and distanced yourself from it. but you, Or mm. maybe you overlooked it. Maybe you were looking at the – because Sports Illustrated for kids, right, Josh, wasn't out, no. I don't think, at the time. I, no, I looked at regular no, Sports yet. Illustrated. Right. It yeah. was regular Sports Illustrated. We had that. And if you were brave, you would try to go to the comics section in Newsweek. Mm. But other than that, uh, there was nothing really for you as a kid. But no. highlights for kids. And you, know, you peruse through it and – You'd always have Goofus and Gallon. I'm surprised you don't remember that. I man. remember the Ranger Rick magazine as a kid being in the doctor's office all the time. Ranger Rick. It's like Rick. a nature-like magazine for kids. Mm, I don't remember that. was that. always at the doctor's office. I don't remember that one at yeah. all. Ranger Rick. Okay. Yeah. Now, where would you like to begin? Because Matt Lombardo joins us in 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. We also have another opportunity to overreact. And I say overreact because it's fill in the blank to positive or negative stuff that the Sixers do on like a three, four night a week basis. We also have some other things in the NFL, like that Green Bay game last night. This might be, I thought Buffalo was the ugliest double-digit win in the in the NFL it's winner. Green Bay. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's Green Bay. Oh, my no God. They could be the two seed. Yeah, it's right? ridiculous. Yeah, well, that, that impacts what's going on with Seattle. We have Marshawn Lynch. Right. Who signed. Which we could, also, be, could be the opponent for the Eagles. Correct. We also have me trying to win a million dollars now in a fantasy league. There's Jordan of, Howard might play. Looks like he's going to play this Did week. that happen after we got off the Yeah, year? that was after. Okay, that was so like 3 sure o'clock in the afternoon. All right, we, well, we should talk about that as well. Yeah. So we've got a lot here, including, of course, nothing changes for us this week. So if you're listening right now on 97.3, 97.3ESPN.com slash app, or Mays and Aton on the Twitch channel, you're following along on Twitter, at Harry Mays, T-U, at Shander Show. Nothing changes except for tomorrow. We're going to be live at Bury the Hatchet, noon to 2 on Thursday at Ben, ben Salem. Salem location. Correct. Yeah. Which is right off Woodhaven Road and Byberry. It's so easy to get to from 95, from Jersey, or west of the city. And then Friday, we're right back at Parks Casino like nothing's changed. Exactly. Only off tomorrow. Now, did you uh, tip your uh, letter carrier and your trash recycling guys this week? No. In fact, 
I forgot, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave it for them so that now when they the next time they come around, they're going to get a little boost after what they spent. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Now, shipment has arrived. All right. The Christmas music has begun. And I, we were asked in the break, and this is why you follow along on Twitch, because you get some insight here, like, what would we like to hear coming back? It's not often that people are giving you that level of insight, or real, not insight, uh, what am I talking about? Looking. There's behind another word. the scenes, kind yeah. of like yeah. behind the curtain exactly. kind of thing. But there was right? a word I was trying oh, to think. Okay. Exactly, yes. So we have Christmas and Hollis to open things up. And this is my go-to Christmas song. It is. Because oh, it covers everything. It's just Run DMC. It is Run yeah. DMC. It covers everything. It covers Run running into Santa Claus and not robbing him, actually getting the presents and thinking, all right, well, let me give it back to him because that's not right. You can't steal from Santa Claus. He gives all the presents and everything back. And Santa's like, I will turn the tables. In fact, everything's for you. And then you get Daryl Mack here, DMC, breaking down all the different cuisines that you have eating at Christmas. And then you break into some carols here as well. Oh, I was just just about to break into the carols. Yeah, I think Josh is out on this song. This is a classic. I know it is. I know it is. You recognize it as a classic. Well, it's competing See? voices. So and it's going to be song joy going to the world. Competing voices as he starts to talk over us. Now, does that make any sense? Now, there you go. I just wanted to get to the Christmas part. And then, of Jeez. course, you know, they sing, and it's that's a joyous, festive song right there. Mm. Courtesy, of course, of Run DMC. Now, what would be your answer? Because we're going to hear yours when we get back. Well, it's not from mine. It's just one that comes to mind because, I mean, it's been out for decades. Well, no, I, but the Christmas so wrapping. So is this one. Christmas wrapping. Uh, this isn't some celebrity doing a bad rap. No, no, it's the waitresses, I believe, is the band. Okay. From, I'm, I want to say maybe the early 80s is a guess. Okay. Do we have that now? I'm, actually, do I need a wait? Oh, well, well Josh, I know he's, he's, he can find it. The it's, waitress. Okay, yeah, he's the, got it. Sh- let's listen to this. Because. Oh, yeah. This is 60s, you said? No, 80s. Oh. I think it's early 80s, probably. Oh, I was going to say. Yeah. I think the Pretenders kind of got these guys going. Is that okay? I was going to ask you, where are they from? They're from Ohio. And Chrissy Hind was from Ohio. And they had a big song, I Know What Boys Like. Yes. You might have remembered that. That was probably their big hit. That's a pretty annoying song, though. This one isn't, though. I like this song. This reminds me of the woman who does Step Into a World. What's her name? She's local, right, to South Jersey, Cape May County. Step Into a World? Yeah, she she was, it was the same thing Karis. One did, we we went through this whole thing. Josh might know. That's fine. That's fine. Josh would know. All right. Where would you like to begin? Tom Petty's Christmas song is underrated. That's a good one. We're being tweeted at Feast No, that's a good one. Yeah. I was listening to Tom Petty radio on the way over here. Were you? That's a constant for me. Okay. 
What was I'm were glad you listening that lives to the Tom on. Petty channel? Yeah, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. I mean, they have some pretty good deep cuts on there. Yeah. Now, where would you like to begin? Would you want to just check? So we have two ways we can go right now. All right, it's twelve thirty-three. Let's be fair. We've derailed pretty hard. Well, you want me to get giddy because the Sixers blew no, out a lousy no, 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 basketball no, no. team and no. Ben Simmons went off? No, my point of it is is that we can do one of two things, I think. And if you have a third suggestion, go ahead. I'm open to it. But the first thing is we can, to paraphrase Mike Gill and directly quote our old, old pal, Matt, we can get it back to the Eagles. Mm. And that means, like, getting it back on track. That's more than just Eagles. That's like, let's get it back to everything. Or... We can continue to see how far we can take this and react to people on the text board and Twitch who have been talking and speaking to us via what we've brought up. I would rather do that because I want to enjoy tomorrow, so I don't want to start fretting about the Eagles possibly blowing this whole thing against the Giants on Sunday until Thursday. Okay. All right? Jordan Howard looks like he's going to be coming back, which is good. Um, I'm going to choose to take that into the holiday and then pick up the game on Thursday. Wow, so no Eagles discussion at all. Well, we'll Christmas. talk Eagles with with Lombo at No, one but o'clock. I'm saying for you, like you're going to abstain on Christmas? You're not going to do anything? No. What are you, what are you going to do Christmas? Are you doing a show? No, 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 no. I'm actually I'm not working. I have to write some stuff, but I'm not working. That's so. amazing. But I but that's my point though. Is not even in your casual day-to-day will you be discussing the Philadelphia Eagles? You're just going to take off. No, because I'm going to be hanging out with a bunch of Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Hmm. Okay. So there will be no discussion of the Eagles. Good. Hopefully there's no discussion of the Steelers. No, hopefully not. That'll get you even worse, <laughs> exactly. right? Exactly. You got to get you in on yeah. that discussion. When Paxton Lynch might be your answer at quarterback for a game you need to win to stay in the playoffs. Yeah, man, that's not good. That is terrible. That is terrible. All right, let's look at this. The text board six zero nine four zero three zero nine seven three. Remember, you, you thought Lynch. You're thinking Marshawn Lynch, who's back in the NFL for at least two games. Two games at least, Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. Um, Any thoughts there? I just. I mean, I know he knows everything about what they do up there, which, you know, the familiarity is, is where you go in, in times like this. That's why the Eagles always knocked on the, on the Jordan Matthews door. You know, he's just had a familiarity with the you offense. You think that's all it is, really? I just want to know, like, I mean, he's, what kind he's of a, shape is he in? Well, how, okay, so I saw that earlier. What type of shape does he need to be in? He's huh. not, I mean, even if the guy only gets you two games and not Penny, but wouldn't Carson come back? Like, somebody's coming back, right? You can't right? just be sitting on your couch for a year eating Cheetos and expect to play in an NFL game and be good. I, I, that's where I disagree. I think really? Marshawn Lynch is an anomaly. You think so? I think we get anomalies like this. We brought this up at the end of the show last yesterday. And you get guys like this. You get anomalies like this, man, where they just show up no matter what shape they're in and just start dropping buckets or start knocking balls out of the park. Like... It doesn't yeah, matter. This isn't running. playing a pickup game at at the uh, you know the, the the local playground. This is an NFL football game. Maybe his body recouped against the Niners. I get it, and against a tough defense yeah. that's aggressive, that's going to be physical against him. But maybe just maybe his body got healthier. Maybe his body recouped a little bit. Well, okay, I, I, you know it hadn't been taking punishment. That I'll give you that. Yeah, and he's been taking a lot of punishment. It's over the his same career. way. It's the same way with uh, Jordan Howard. He hasn't been taking punishment for the last month or so either. You know, and I hopefully he's, he's kept in some sort of, 
you know, conditioning, I, I would imagine, where he can at least give you something. Yeah. But what kind of, what kind of conditioning is Marshawn in? I get his knees aren't, haven't been banged up for a while, but what kind of conditioning is he in? Here's the thing. Maybe you only need him. If they win this game, they win the division. Right? You think they're winning this game? No. I don't. Thank God, because I have a futures way, way, way back when PGF was on, I think like week two. Philly Godfather yes. on week two? And he's saying take the Niners on a futures to win the division. Well, I know he was all over the Niners. Well, I, I, have a, I have them winning on a futures, Harry, not only the division, but the conference and the Super Bowl. Oh, wow. Just to see it. Now, it's not all tied together, but now I yes, I do think the, the Niners win the game, but if Marshawn Lynch can provide for one football game against the Niners enough of a distraction slash break of Russell Wilson running around the field, it might preserve Russell Wilson enough so that he doesn't get hurt or any further damage to him. And also, it might give you a chance. Hmm. It might. I don't know what condition he's in, but it's hard for me to think that he won't be able to play one or two football games. Well, the, the guy was a bruiser for years. He got no, I know he was he was tremendous, I, and I think it's unfair I, because we know the guy to be a public I tell you, supporter of marijuana. I think it's unfair to assume that he's been sitting on his couch. I didn't say he was. Cheetos. I mean, I don't know that he wasn't. No, I'm just you're, saying, you're far from the only person who has made a, a statement similar <laughs> I mean, to that. But seriously, you, you, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying it's unfair. Yeah, All right. A lot, a lot okay. of people who smoke that aren't playing professional sports anymore are not just hanging around. Maybe Marshawn's practicing, man. Well, you know, the one thing that made him really so successful to me was the stagger step that he used in his running style. Made yeah. him. It's not only that he's a big, bruising guy and tough to bring down. He had a stagger step that he used, which would it would make it hard to get around get get him around the waist. You couldn't get to it. Right. Like, he, he just runs in a different way that makes him extra hard to bring down. It's true. So, if you just take a – that's what I'm saying. If, if you can compound a, an already physical running game with Chris Carson, mm -hmm. make it even more physical now that he's in for Chris, and see if you can take some sort of pressure off of Russell Wilson, it might be enough. It might be enough, man. We've seen the right. Niners – not put up. We've seen San Francisco go into games before and not put up points. It's going to be most likely if Seattle loses. It's going to be either Seattle or Minnesota that comes in to the link. Well, Minnesota's in the sixth seed right now. They are. They'd have to get to the five seed. I don't think they can. They can't? No, I think Minnesota. Correct me if I'm wrong, Harry, so Josh, and anyone else. If they, if they win else. next week and they go to 11-5, and five, Seattle loses at 11-5. Seattle has the tiebreaker My over them? understanding is Seattle has the tiebreaker. Now, again, oh, okay. I, let, me, let me double check, but I'm reading this 13 hours ago mm -hmm. from ESPN.com. Uh, Courtney Cronin. The Vikings received an early gist uh, on Saturday. Vikings get number six seed with loss. That shows they really need Dalvin Cook. Well, then they play the Saints. Right. Okay. What, what do you need to know? I got all the scenarios in front of me here. No, it, it looks like, correct so, us if I'm wrong. Sorry. Harry. If Seattle wins and beats San Francisco, do they go all the way up to the one or two seed and San Francisco so, drops? So with the win, Seattle clinches the division. Okay, so then Seattle gets a first round bye if the Packers lose. Okay. Seattle gets a first round bye if they win and Green Bay loses. Correct. Well, I, 
why does it have to do with Green Bay? Because if they beat San Francisco, don't they jump San Francisco? They win the division. Yeah, but Green Bay has tiebreakers over Seattle. Yeah, but one and two, they'd be a one or two seed, so they automatically get a bye. Well, no, because they they right now, if Green Bay and New Orleans both win on Sunday. Oh, okay. So if they go to thirteen and three, right. yeah, then they would get one and right, two. Right, because New Orleans clinches, clinches a first round bye with a win outright. But then if they don't win, they need all these other scenarios to happen. Who right. do they play? Uh, New, New Orleans, Orleans plays Carolina. Oh, that's a win. They're in By the way, New Orleans clinches home field advantage throughout the playoffs with a win and a Packers loss and a San Francisco loss. Okay, so they'd be 13-3 and, and three and they'd be the one seed. Correct. Okay. Basically, a lot, a lot of the, basically the way I looked at it is the 1 o'clock games are all about seeding, and the 4 o'clock games are all about getting in. So anybody who's not Seattle and San Francisco, they're all playing for spots. And for the Packers and for New Orleans, they got to win, but they also need the 49ers to trip up a little bit. So then it's basically the Niners or the Seahawks for the Eagles if the Eagles win on Sunday. Right. Now here's the thing. Basically. Okay. New Orleans, New or- this is an interesting game here. New Orleans is a 13-point road favorite in Carolina. Mm-hmm. At some point, New Orleans is going to try to get up by, what, 21, 24 points. And so, pull their guys. Exactly. You know that Will Greer and whoever the hell else, DJ Moore and Christian McCaffrey, those guys ain't getting pulled, right? No. Why would you keep McCaffrey in the game and risk something happening to him? Because it's, it, I'm sure he's got bonuses. He's got something, man. Uh, Aaron Jones, I think, is right on his neck as far as rushing touchdowns for the season. So maybe Christian, Mc, there's some pride in that. I w- if McCaffrey wants to play to lead the league in rushing, I'm not going to sit him. Bonus money, baby. Look, that has backdoor cover written all over it. Yeah. All well, over it. Okay. Risk, like, risk your knee for a little bonus there, Chris. Would you take that? Carolina no. plus 13? How about, how about plus 475 on the money line? I'm staying away from all that garbage. I'm looking at any single-digit line where a team, as Josh mentioned, really has to win. I will say this. I'd be confident even losing the hook. I'd be confident in Dallas laying 10.5 at home against Washington. After what they went through here in Philadelphia, oh. Guys might get fired on the field if they don't win that football game. By I'm still 14. trying to figure out why Amari Cooper wasn't on the field for that final. I'm time. telling you, there <laughs> was. You're going to find out. There's going to be a thirty for thirty in five years about Jason Garrett and you? Kellen Moore sabotaging <laughs> the final game, the game that mattered. Wow. Are you kidding me? Unbelievable. All right. We mentioned we'll be at Bury the Hatchet in Ben Salem from noon to two. The day after Christmas, that's this Thursday. You're off. Come hang with us. We'll be giving out gift certificates. We have Sixers tickets. We have free axe throwing if you use our code HARRY50 during that noon to two time. It's a very easy place to get to right off of Woodhaven, Byberry Road in Ben Salem. It's Mays and Aton. Mays and Aton with Harry Mays and Aton Shander on 97.3 ESPN and the 97.3 ESPN mobile app. Now I'm watching a video on my phone of Tony Bruno streaking last night down at the landmark Americana. Did you see this? 
He was butt naked, but he had some no. sort of like a little loincloth type of thing draped over his junk. I and have, a Santa hat on. No, and nor and do was, I have any interest in seeing this. Well, why would you why would you show me him? I'm not showing it to you. How I'm old just is he? He's in his 60s. Yeah, I, don't wanna, I don't want to see. A, I don't know if I want to see many 60-year-old women <laughs> shrieking around, let alone a grown man. Well, shrieking. I'm just saying. I mean, is he in a diaper? Like no. Big Daddy, or what, what's going on here? I told you he had some sort of like a loincloth thing draped over his. Uh, well, that's not a full streak. Well, it, I mean, look at from from the rear. It is. Look, I mean, is that like Lizzo? Um, no, the, Lizzo had less exposed. He's he's showing a lot more. Jeez. But he did it the way I did it. Get that out of my. Because really? I did that back in. I want. What year was that? What that did was, you? Did you lose some bet? It was 07. Yes. What did you say? Well, I was doing the night show on the other station with uh, a couple of guys. Jamie Yannicone was was the guy I had to bet. Oh, and with. Rob, right? Rob, I think had already left at this point. He started with us, but then left. Went so to it was the just other you station. Two? Then it was just us two. And the Phillies were playing. They were in that, you know, 07, which Rockies. was the year that they, they, you know, made their first playoffs, you know, to, to start making their run. But this was late August. And they had a four-game series against the Mets at Citizens Bank Park. Okay. And Jamie bet me that if they sweep that series, I would have to streak at our um, remote at Tony Luke's, which is down on Oregon Avenue, right across from Tollman Joe's. Now, why would you bet that? That doesn't Because sound... I didn't think that there was any way that they'd... The Mets were in first place no, at I, the time. I understand, but here's the thing. It's not so much the nature of the bet, mm. like the circumstances around the two teams. That's just so far removed from a bet that I feel like you would even concede. This was in 07. So what's okay. the difference between you now and 12 I'm years ago? I'm a lot ago? smarter now. In 12 years yes. or 13 years, technically? Now... The thing is, they won the first three games. In the fourth game, they were losing. Came back. I forget how many runs they were down. Won the game 11-10, to 10, I believe, in extra innings. And it was a kind of a freak play, you know, a crazy play that they ended up winning, scoring the winning run. And I'm watching the game from the studio with the old program director. and everything. He knew what was at stake. And he knew you were going to My streak. head just went right down into my, my, my hands. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to do it. Oh. And that night, I did it. Oh, my God. And what were what were you wearing? Nothing. Yeah, not even a loincloth. I had like a little uh, drape. On you the couldn't front. even go full Lizzo on him. No. Well, Lizzo had a rear end out. My rear end was totally out. That's what I'm saying. Like you, you could have at least had just your ass out. Did you need to have everything else out that's too? That's not streaking. It's not even close. Well, that's what it, that's what it sounds like. Whenever you say somebody was streaking with a loincloth, that's what I'm thinking of. That's like a. Do you know closet. what a loincloth is? Yes, it, it's clothing. I saw Ted Nugent come out on stage with one one time. All right, now again, you're just adding disturbing images into the crowd here. You know, this is the theater of the mind, and people have walked out of the building yeah. now. Well, he swung on like a vine, like a rope, like he came out like Tarzan on this. Open his show. But it's, 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 With it's a not cloth. a bad thing. I just don't know about the whole loincloth <laughs> thing. Like, who's the go-to celebrity you want to see in a loincloth? I don't want Beyonce wanna, I, I, or, or you know, Rihanna. I don't know. Right? Yeah, I'd go go for any of that. S Falcon Thirty Nine is pleading for you to stop on the Twitch channel. It's Christmas. My goodness, it's Christmas Eve, and you're well, you doing had a this. Santa hat on. Oh well, it okay. was festive. Okay, well. I guess now that, that makes up for it. I didn't realize that there was a Santa yeah, hat Yeah, he had on. a Santa hat on. Okay, well, now it, it's all okay. good. It, exactly. 
I rusted my wedges to give the ball extra backspin. Can that happen? Well, some of them, yeah. Uh, some of them, like, they will rust if you don't prevent it. But some people back in the day would like that because it would give, you know, extra grab on the ball and spin. That's like That's me true. leaving the Oreo sleeve open so that they would go stale and I could A little eat bit them. soft. They get a little soft. That's right. Yeah. Now, I'd leave them open for a week. Yeah. And they'd be chewy. That's good. That's oh, the only oh. way I like the Oreo. See, I'm glad. Any cookie, basically, yes, needs chewy. to be somewhat chewy. And if right? you can't leave it out and it goes from from chunky, crunchy to chewy, then you got to microwave it. You yeah, can't microwave an Oreo, though. No, you can't. But you can do the chocolate chips are great in the microwave. They are. The Chip Ahoy? Yeah. I want a Chip Ahoy. My goalie pads were illegal for a couple of years. You know, and that's Tony Luciati on Twitter. You know Mertidis is guilty. Oh, yeah, oversized pads. Lombo cheated. No doubt. We'll talk to him. The Jacob Media Sports Network, in partnership with 97.3 ESPN, brings you the Mays and Aton Show. Middays with Harry Mays and Aton Shander. Now, it's the Midday Show with Harry Mays and Aton Shander on 97.3 ESPN Radio. Hour begins on a Tuesday. Now, what happens after the NFL season? What happens? What do you mean? Are we going to continue our conversations with Matt Lombardo? Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, weekly there might not be enough content to uh, to generate. But I mean, we well, have why to... not? Though, why can't we talk to him about other stuff? Well, that's up to him. I'm perfectly fine doing that. I know you are. Maybe we can talk not. about NFL things, golf, Penn State recruiting, right? You think he'd be up on Penn State? Like, who else? Think about this. Matt, I think, as much as he would enjoy in summer or off season, what have you, who is really kicking the door down to talk Penn State recruiting with Matt Lombardo? Don't you think he would love to sit there and chat about that with anybody? Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Some some guys aren't really into the recruiting side of it. Oh, you tell me that he's a he's a fake. Oh, I'm not saying that doesn't mean you're a fake. It's mm. just like it's like yeah, don't don't give me this recruiting stuff. Tell me the guys who actually signed and who are part of the team. You know, we could also. To that point, if, if you don't want to go that deep with our next guest who joins us on the Lighthouse Insurance guest line, that's Matt Lombardo. You know, I, I've got some of these things where, like, Josh can ask a question, right? Mm-hmm. Who's who's most likely to fill in a blank? And I got to you see those boxes over there, right? I am full of different crazy questions, right? So we could do that where Josh could ask, like, three or four questions. Of the three, and it's Lombo, myself, and you. Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody who's been listening along and knows Matt from Philly, knows us forever and connects the three, mm-hmm. you've got three different personalities, three different lives. That might be interesting in the offseason. Three different hairlines. Absolutely right. Right? That's right. Yeah, you've got... Bald, uh, receding, and widow exactly, I was going to say, just like the uh, three little bears. Right. 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 What's up, Lombo? What's going on, boys? Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, everybody. Well, to Merry you as well. Christmas. Would you be up for that? What happens at the end of the – the Giants are done after this football game. They're not going to the postseason. So what happens with this conversation? Do you well, just turn your back on us? No, maybe they fired a coach well, and a GM. Yeah, there could be a coaching search. There could be a GM search. And, you, you know, I'm well-versed enough on the rest of the league to give you thoughts on the postseason all the way through the Super Bowl. And then there's free agency. I would never turn my back on, on Mays and Aton. So Come it on, sounds man. like he's in. Yeah, but do you want to expand it and do some lighter stuff, or you just want to come on and, and do the typical nuts and bolts? 
Dude, I'm up for whatever. I mean, I've worked with YouTube knuckleheads long enough to know that it can go off the rails pretty quickly, even if we're doing nuts and bolts. So, yeah, bring on the lighter stuff. It'll be fun. Hey, man, the guy worked with Stazak. He's prepared for anything. You think so? Right. True. Yeah. <laughs> All right, all, let's, right. all right, so all right, let's look at this. Of because uh, Josh doesn't have the questions, but this would be a sample. All right, who would this? I have a couple of sample questions. Is this from one of those boxes? Over it there? is okay. from the. Of so, the so wait, th- wait a minute. Let me let me get this straight. You of all people needs a box of questions. Yeah. To go off the rails and light. I mean, to me, the, the, the charm of the Maze and Aton show is no, that no, no. It could hold go on. Any given direction at any given moment. Well, first off. We do bring up things organically on the show in the first hour and then bring them back to you to get your thoughts on. That happens every week where these things. I'm just saying that it can be a weekly thing where Josh has – it's almost – my point of it is it saves us time 15 to an hour and 15 minutes ahead of the show trying to come up with stuff. We're going to have organic things we're going to bring up, but my point of it is, is that it's very segmented and for that reason, that's all. I'm in. I'm in. Uh, whatever's in the All box, right. I'm up. All right. Well, let's start with this. Have you ever used or would you yes. ever use non-conforming golf equipment? In other words, like no. cheating uh, balls uh, and illegal drivers. You've no, used I mean, something, well, yes, listen, at I, some point. I, 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 represent, I represent a company called Gentleman Golfer Supply Company. You think now you do. The gentleman's game? Exactly. Now you do. But you are a reformed golfer. At one point, you put chapstick on the face of your driver, did you not? I will, I, I will say this, that there have been moments in the past where there might have been uh, the, the spray on sunscreen applied to the driver and the fairway wood. Look, so really? Will, there is. Come clean about whoa, that. Whoa, wait a second. That you, is you the did same. That? that is the same thing as going to CVS and buying a vat of petroleum jelly and smearing it all over the club face. All right, let me ask you did it work? It did, because, uh, Harry, I don't know that you and I have been out on the course together, but I, I can tell you that I have a historically bad slice. Okay. So it, what, what it did is it actually fixed the slice and kept me relatively in play. But uh, I, I've tried to cut down on that now that I've become more refined in, in my golfing experience. Interesting. And representing Interesting. the Gentleman Golfers uh, brand. Yes, of course. Yeah. Now, the only thing Matt Lombardo can do to skirt the rules as a gentleman's golfer is allow his wedges to rust. Right. (laughs) Over rust. (laughs) All right, Lombo. This this Giants game this week, obviously they they played a couple of weeks ago. Different quarterback, totally different situation. Uh, I was surprised last week how, A, how good Daniel Jones looked. I mean, five touchdown passes against anybody is, is significant. But what shocked me is that Darius Slayton was really not even a part of what they did last week, yet he was a big part of what the Giants did, at least in the first half, the first go-around with Eli. Yeah, no doubt about it. I think that Slayton was a little bit banged up in that early in that game against Washington, and he was uh, out for a significant stretch of the game, but then came back in the fourth quarter and have a, had a couple of clutch catches on that final drive. Um, listen, I, I think that the Eagles, and we've talked about this all year, I think they have more talent on paper on both sides of the ball than the Giants, but um, this isn't a layup. This isn't a cakewalk for the Eagles to get that hat and T-shirt and NFC East title. Um, I, I think there are some matchups that they should be worried about, not the least of which if Ronald Darby's banged up and Slayton returns to being fully healthy. Slayton against Jalen Mills, I think, should be a concern for the Eagles. And this is an Eli Manning at quarterback. You're not going to have a second half where he has 13 passing yards 
Um, and, and I think that Saquon Barkley has uh, improved week over week after week, and he has back-to-back 100-yard rushing performances where he didn't even play in the fourth quarter against the Dolphins two weeks ago. So if, if you're the Eagles, I think you need to be really concerned about Slayton, Saquon Barkley, what Daniel Jones has been able to do since he got back on the field. And I don't think that they can lose sight of Caden Smith, the rookie tight end who's kind of stepped up in a big way in place of Evan Ingram. He mm-hmm. caught two touchdowns against the Redskins, and his role in the offense is really expanding. What's the game plan specifically? Is it just now you know going into the offseason there's nothing at all to look forward to except draft, except any type of movement, or are you really trying to conservatively win a football game? Because I think it might be you can win opening it up, right? But I wonder if you're just trying to be ultra conservative just to control the tempo and win this game. Yeah, no, I think that there's a couple things at play here, right? They've already pretty much lost out on the number two pick by the virtue of yep. winning um, Sunday in Washington. Going? So, uh, well, no, hear me out here because obviously Chase Young, I think, was you know a top target for anybody picking in that two spot. Mm-hmm. But they're guaranteed right now of picking a, a top five pick based on their record and their opponent's strength of schedule, regardless of what happens on Sunday. And don't forget. You know, head coach Pat Shermer's job is very much on the line here. Dave Gettleman, his seat is a lot hotter than I think a lot of people realize. So the Giants need a win on Sunday to satisfy ownership. Now, they might blow the whole thing out. They might keep Dave Gettleman. They might just fire Pat Shermer. But if the Giants win out and they would have beaten the Dolphins with Eli Manning, they would have beaten Washington and then beaten Philadelphia to keep the Eagles from clinching the NFC East, depending on what happens in that Cowboy and Redskins game, that, that's a pretty you know hefty line in the Pat Shermer resume. And don't forget last year, there was all of this talk about how the Giants finished strong in the second half of the season after starting one and seven. Well, they lost their last three games. If they win three in a row, keep the Eagles from winning the division, it's going to be really difficult for John Merritt to justify firing Pat Shermer. So I don't think it's going to be conservative. I I think you're going to see a lot more of Saquon Barkley out wide, which was the case against the Redskins, stretching the field with Golden Tate and Sterling Shepard, and if he's healthy, Darius Slayton. But I don't see a conservative game plan. I think that Pat Shermer is going to pull out all the stops to try to save his job on Sunday. Wow, so a win could save Shermer's job. But you say, let's just say they lose the game. You could see a scenario where uh, Mara goes ahead and fires the coach and the general manager too, right? Yeah, Harry, if I were John Mara, now I don't know that this is what he's going to do, but if I'm John Mara, you're never going to have a better chance to bring in a new GM with a fresh set of eyes, fresh set of of ideas, ideally an analytics-driven mindset, than potentially having $85 million in cap space, a top-five pick, and you have your franchise quarterback in place in Daniel Jones, there's no better time. You're either all in on Dave Gettleman's plan or you rip the Band-Aid off and bring in a forward-thinking GM. You, you wipe the slate clean with the coaching staff, and you have a, a pretty talented young core of high first-round picks from the last two years and the quarterback to build around. So if they lose this game on Sunday and if it's ugly – I really don't see the point in just firing Pat Shermer. If you're going to do this, I think you have to clean house, get rid of Dave Gettleman, get rid of Pat Shermer, and start this thing anew um, with a fresh set of eyes and a fresh set of ideas. All right, so let's look at the specifics here because I don't know if we're going to have another chance to really dive into this thing. But when you look at Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley as obvious plays here, Where is the third option? If I'm looking at stacking this game, right, because I think that there's value in stacking the Giants and running it back maybe with, like, 
I don't know, Ertz or Ward or something like that. But who's the third option? Because we've seen this shift now, right, from Darius Slayton to maybe Shepard. You've got Tate Golden involved Tate. here. Right. Yeah. yeah, I think you have to look at Golden Tate. I mean, I think that he's a guy they've been moving him around outside, primarily putting him in the slot, though. Uh, they can get him the ball a multitude of different ways. And if Slayton's not 100% healthy, and depending on what's happening with that secondary for the Eagles, I could see them just throwing the ball all over the yard. And I know that it was just Washington. I know that Josh Norman was benched a couple weeks ago. But Daniel Jones throwing for 352 yards, five touchdowns, and no picks, that, that just goes to show you um, the progress that he's made as a rookie. And that's about, as Terry said, as impressive a stat line as you're going to see from any quarterback. And, oh, by the way, Saquon Barkley had 279 yards from scrimmage and broke a franchise record. So they've multifaceted, but I think that they've, they've really turned the reins over to Daniel Jones, and I think that they're going to give him the opportunity to sling it around the yard against an Eagles secondary. Let's face it, they've been pretty banged up and pretty vulnerable for much of this year. Wouldn't the real justification to bring Shermer back be not so much winning three in in a row at the end of the year, but seeing what the progression has been with the young rookie quarterback under his tutelage? That would be the main reason, right? Oh, yeah, I totally agree, Harry. Um, the, the only counter-argument to that is the nine-game losing streak. And I know that you started a rookie quarterback and your offense was incomplete and you didn't play a single game all year with Saquon Barkley, Evan Ingram, Golden Tate, and Sterling Shepard on the field together. And, and I get that. But I think losing those nine games in a row, including to the Jets, including to a subpar Bears team on the road, I think you have to look at the totality of the whole season. And there's a lot of negatives. But the biggest negative, and this actually would help Pat Shermer, is the unknown of putting a new head coach with Daniel Jones going into his second season. If I'm Pat Shermer and I'm sitting in Dave Gettleman and or John Mara's office next Monday, my case is, You want continuity in terms of coaching staff, in terms of system, and in terms of philosophy for what is the biggest offseason of Daniel Jones' career. Look at the leaps that Jared Goff made from year one to year two, the leaps that Carson Wentz made in Philadelphia from year one to year two, Lamar Jackson playing at MVP level this year, Josh Allen. The biggest leap a young quarterback is going to make is from his rookie year to his second year and bringing in a new head coach there's a risk that you could knock over the apple cart and really disrupt his development. So, yeah, if you're looking at a reason to bring Pat Shermer back, Harry, you're absolutely right. That's the reason you do it. Man, what's, go, what's being talked about right now? What today? Is it the Mets signing Batances? Batances? Batances. Dylan? Um, like, like what's, what it, what's going on? you driving up there to what, North talk Jersey, to New York. You're yeah, talking yeah, about Southern the, Connecticut. I mean, this, this is a mis- – it's not as bad as Detroit right now. I think Francesa getting walloped by Michael Kay. That's probably the that's biggest problem. That's it. I, I, I think having the door hit him on the, the backside on the way out, I think, was a I have to be honest, though. Him. Matt, as somebody who lived up there before I lived down here and grew up as we make fun of Chris all the time and not even make fun, but – It's an homage. homage right. I, I cannot believe that that is ever go that was ever a reality. Like I can't fathom Francesa losing a book ever. Yeah, the only It'd be like Angelo thing is on at this stage at, at this stage of his career, he's become a bit of a caricature of himself and of what oh, the okay. industry is kind of. But, but hold into. on, not just to push back a little bit, and not you, but the point you're making, right? The guy who has done morning drive in Philadelphia for mm-hmm. now nearly thirty years 
has turned into a caricature of himself about 12 20 years ago. 20 years ago. Yeah. 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 And dominant yeah. and swallows mm-hmm. and grows. So that's my point is I'm maybe it's that, that he's the anomaly and, and Francesca is more the norm. Well, maybe there was no, your point. It was because there was no Funhouse account. There's no back after this. Yeah, right. <laughs> Instead of back after this. Right. And no, no, fall, no falling asleep at the switch either. That's, exactly. That's true. You can't get caught sleeping. That's true. You've never We're been caught sleeping yeah. on the air, right? Not, not on the air, no. Have you ever caught Joe Stasek maybe, maybe sleeping? In a, maybe, maybe, in a, maybe in a producer booth, but uh, never on the air. <laughs> Have you ever get caught Joe Stasek sleeping on the air? I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> All right. No way. He was always, like, <laughs> on something, like – you know, some sort of like, like workout <laughs> no, like right. stuff. There, 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 are way, there are way too many stimulants uh, when he walked in the building for him to ever fall asleep on the air. I, mean, I know we give Joe, uh, Joe stays like a hard time. Love the guy. Enjoy oh, working he's awesome. with him. And, uh, he's an amazing I think dude. It would be, I, I really think it would be fun um, either leading up to the Super Bowl or sometime after the Super Bowl to get the four of us in a studio somewhere. I think that that would be an all-time, all-time sports radio show. Harry just gave a look out to the camera on the Twitch stream. I'm into that. Like, it didn't look like no, that. No, no, no. The look I'm, you gave like you had some bad fish. No, I'm all for that. Could we okay. get Could we get Stazak in here in this studio? Look, we have, yeah, a we have tight to find in him here. first. I mean, he's, he's, he's like the traveling band. You never know where he is at any given moment. But if we, we can track him down, uh, I, I think that that would be one heck of a reunion show for an afternoon. We could do that after the football season. Look, we have the capability. I could put another chair in here. It's fine. Put them on the other side. We put six people in here at one time. So, yeah, we can do that. All right, Lombo, anything we should be watching that you're going to compare to Gone with the Wind or some sort of major epic like Juice? No, man. Tonight, tonight's all about the, uh, the Lombo family tradition with the Irish coffee and or spiked hot cocoa and settling in for It's a Wonderful Life uh, on Christmas Eve waiting for okay. Santa to show up. So oh, that's geez. the plan for this evening. Now, that oh, leads me God. to this. Fu- okay, so l- before you get out of here. Jimmy Stewart. It's, uh, look, it's either that or a Christmas story at this oh, point. It's either man. a Christmas carol, well, that's, a Christmas that's, that's story, tomorrow. or Wonderful okay. Life. Christmas, Christmas story is tomorrow morning, yeah. Can't Who drinks whiskey in their coffee at work? Which one of the three of us would be most prone to drinking whiskey in their coffee at work? Oh, that'd be, uh, Stone Cold Rock, it would be me. Stone Cold Rock. I agree. I agree, too. I wouldn't do it. No, you'd be doing it. You'd be nice, greased up, right, in that beautiful suit yeah. of yours, right? Like I am going and, down and, to and Fox nobody, 29. Nobody would ever, no would ever be able nobody. to tell. No one would right. ever be able to tell. Who would lose an election because of something they did in high school? Oh, probably Harry. I think Harry's a lock. Yeah, probably. But I never did. See, I never. I never like got suspended in high school. I never got in trouble. Yeah. My dad was the school yeah. board president. Really? Uh, yeah. You had to mind your p's and q's every yeah. day. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have gotten away with anything. He handed me my diploma. Oh wow! Yeah, I didn't know that. Well, that's yeah. probably me. Actually, actually, you know what? He, you know, that could go the other way too, because you'd have a built-in, you know, get out of jail. That's true. That say. is true. No, not not, not the way. Out for you. Not the way that my old man rolled. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> locked in. No jail. way. All right, two more. <laughs> Who will have the police involved in their death? <laughs> oh, that's you, Stone Cold. Yeah, you that's got to be you. <laughs> Not no anymore. Doubt about it. That's I've, yeah. moved, I've moved beyond that life. All right, last one. Who would have the hardest time talking their way out of an insane asylum? 
Do they even have insane asylums anymore? Absolutely. My mom works in one. Absolutely. They do? Yeah. I thought they got rid of all the No, they're called the psychiatric units oh, and okay. wards. They're not called insane asylums. It's not like some old school brick building you see in like the 50s. Yeah. Well, there, well, there was they're, one. Not, they're not giving you any lobotomies or anything. Or, you right. Know, not anymore. Yeah, right. Not anymore. So, <laughs> so insane asylum. That, that's upon psych- these days? Yeah, maybe uh, maybe one of those. If you want to take the analogy that far, it's one of those old-fashioned ones where what was that uh, Scorsese DiCaprio movie where they were at Shutter Island? We something Island. in that. that was, Who would have that the hardest awesome. time talking their way out of Shutter Island? Yeah, probably me. Who would have the easiest I, time? <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, it's it's not bad, Lombo. We'll try it again next week. All right. All right. Yeah, we'll we'll find out what's in the box next week. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Well, there he is, Matt Lombardo. Don't use Polara balls while wearing a gentleman's golf shirt, okay? Yeah, Merry Christmas, Lombo. Merry Christmas to you guys, and uh, when it gets nice, I'll have to hit the links. Exactly. He's brought uh, to you got, by Gentleman Golfer's Supply Company. Represent your love of the gentleman's game on or off the course with Gentleman Golfer's Supply Company's extensive line of streetwear and golf apparel. Visit ggsupplyco.com. And, of course, he was on the Lighthouse Insurance guest line. If your renewals have been increasing over the years, then you got to have a pro take a look at your commercial insurance coverages. you got to call managing partner Kevin McAdams at Lighthouse and do it right now. Start off the new year saving some money on your commercial insurance. 800-691-1686 or online at lighthouseins.biz. Now, there is some news that has popped up about... Jeremy Roenick. Did you see this? JR? Yeah. Not JVR. No, not JVR. He's on fire right now. Is JVR, he? yeah. Yeah. He didn't have any goals last night. He had two assists. But he's been uh he's been really hot. I think he has the most goals on the team. Okay. But it, uh, what did JR do? Well, he, he did something that got him suspended. Did he say something he did. inappropriate on a bar stool podcast? Oh, on a podcast. Yep. Okay. Wow. Jeremy Roenick has been suspended. Suspending, it says, but it should be suspended. For comments he made about several colleagues on the Barstool Sports Podcast Spitting Chicklets mm. last week. That's their hockey pod, yeah. Suggested he'd be open to sleeping with oh, no. an NBC Sports studio host. No. After they went on a summer vacation in Portugal with JR's wife. Ronick said he was approached by at least one person who asked... If the trio were together, I'd play it off like we're all going to bed together every night, the three of us. If it really came to fruition, that would be really good, but it's never going to happen. He also described the two, his wife and this host, as blonde bombshells. If you're going to go with two blondes, go someplace in the summer where the pool is out. He also praised this woman as one of the, quote, most professional sports personalities, end quote. Catherine Tappen? It is. It is, right? Oh, wow. <laughs> Tappen responds, while Jeremy and I continue to be good friends, what he said was unacceptable, especially among workplace colleagues. I do not condone his comments. Wow. In a statement. On the same podcast, Ronick also joked about sleeping with Patrick Sharp. He's a Chicago Blackhawk player and a right. flyer, actually. He's so beautiful, I'd have to think about it if he asked me. I wouldn't say no right away. Jesus. That shouldn't get you suspended, though, right? <laughs> Sixers, Bucks, 230. We've got that before we get out of here. 609-403-0973. Back after this.
You're listening to The Maze and Aton Show, presented by Dry Guys of South Jersey. Go to dryguysonair.com and get the help you need with your wet basement. Dryguysonair.com. You're listening to Maze and Aton with Harry Maze and Aton Shander on 97.3 ESPN and the 97.3 ESPN mobile app. There you go, some more Christmas music for you. Well, it's a replay. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how far we want to go down the Christmas music rabbit hole here. You know, I haven't heard one Christmas song yet until today. And that was because Josh is playing. Really? Yeah. That's how I can insulate myself from things that annoy me. I am unbelievable at it. I tell you, man, I was listening to Rob, our buddy Rob, and yeah. he he, uh, he came back to some Christmas songs. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You know who else was? What's wrong with you? I, I, I'm just, I'm trying to laugh right now. You know who else was all over Christmas music Sunday morning? No. The living room. Oh, really? Oh, my. Oh, man. Oh, my. Really? It was beautiful. <laughs> you are addicted to radio, I aren't, can't, aren't you? I can't you help You really it. are. I can't it's help It's kind it. of a sickness. Yep. yep. See, I, 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 I purged myself of that years ago. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. What, what happened? Why? You don't miss it? You don't no. miss? Here's the thing. You don't miss waking up. Driving somewhere at eight forty on Sunday morning and being in the living room. No, no, I don't. I don't enjoy listening to to many other people. I know, and I don't like to poison my takes with their takes. Like I like to have my own thought and not be influenced by other hosts. So I try. I I just don't listen. So to your point about this, and I'm going to invoke a King of Queens episode for a lot of people mm-hmm. out there. There's a there's an episode later in the series where Carrie. The, the wife. Yeah, right. Leah Remini is trying to rid herself of her Scientology? Accent. No, no, no. Not that yet. <laughs> is she going clear? I think she might have been full-on Scientology mode at that point. Okay. But she's trying to rid herself of this accent that she has, right? Which okay. is you know, pretty thick New York yeah. accent, right? Right. Coffee. Uh, yeah. Get coffee. the coffee. Exactly. Yeah, coffee. Right. So she's trying to rid herself of this, and she's getting taught by Patton Oswalt. He's the guy who's, who's teaching her, and, you know, they get the tongue depressor and all this stuff. Finally, she knocks out the accent, and she no longer has it. She, she got rid of a New Correct. York accent. But, the use of a tongue depressor and Patton Oswalt. But here's the thing. Uh, Kevin James' mother is in town, hmm. and she is the typical, oh, I ran into Maud, and, mm-hmm. uh, and so she starts talking to Carrie, and they start having this conversation, and she says just that, which is, Oh, do you know what I saw today? I saw Maud. Mm. She looked at B. Arthur. Mm-hmm. She looked at, so, and all of a sudden, Carrie's she's like, back into exactly. It. No, no, no. It, it, because of her mind, right? She's falling back into this accent, right? And she's like, I can't be around your mother. I can't be around your mother. Right, right. That's how I feel like you are around radio, mm-hmm. where it's like you have conditioned yourself to be a really good host, and there's so many bad hosts around. No, I'm not saying anybody's bad. It has nothing to do with that. I just sure? Don't, I just don't want to be influenced with the way I think about something because I've heard somebody driving over to do my show. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, If I hear somebody who is constantly stuttering through a – I have to turn it off because – 
it makes me go back to like when I first began radio mm. and used words as a crutch. Crutch words, and yeah. In some cases, it would be an uh. And it's almost like, oh, my God, I, I don't want to undo anything that I've done for 15 years. There are certain people where if they're struggling, and thankfully we don't have anybody like this on the state, you just – it's a tough. It's tough. Well, it's a tough listen. Uh, it's a tough listen. Yeah. I mean, there are certain. There's a lot of guys in our business that have gotten to very the heights of heights, right? That are tough listens. It's true. Okay, it's true. Now, what does that do to agents? I have no idea, but I'm just saying. Like, I don't know. I think it'd be tough to break in now, sounding like some of these personalities. You know what I'm saying? Like these guys have been. Doing They've been it. grandfathered. They, in. These guys have been doing it since the late '80s. You know what I mean? Like when it really first started. That's true. You know? That is true. I wonder, I mean, think about it. If you, yeah, yeah, no, I, I don't want to go down that. But you're right. You're right. <laughs> that That's definitely, you could take that a bunch of different ways. But I think you're right. Whereas a sound that has been grandfathered in for mm-hmm. whatever reason, success or just somebody's agent. Right. It, it definitely is. I mean, I, I remember being told, you know, I'm going to say eight, ten years ago that, Oh no! You, they'd never hire you in market X, Y, or Z because you're too aggressive. You sound too aggressive. You're you're too opinionated. You're too northeast. Yeah, they will not hire you in. I'm going to say Seattle. Right, right. And I'm like, really? Like that? I find that to be interesting. But you know what's crazy is, while that is probably as nonsensical as as I think it is. Although I did I did deal with that a little bit in Nashville. I think that. Something like that to be used to prevent someone from doing you, me, or anybody from doing like a more national or regional show mm-hmm. is misguided. Because if you think about where we are right now, like you have value, or any of us have value doing a national show out of Philadelphia. There is going to be constant discussion about the Eagles, mm-hmm. the Sixers, Joe Girardi, and the Phillies with. With Bryce Harper here. Right. This, Even the Flyers. The Sixers are on the Christmas Day game for, what, the second, Only third ten year in teams. A row? That's right. Third year in a row, I think, right? It was wasn't Didn't they play the Knicks one year, the and Celtics, Boston. and now Milwaukee? Correct. So yeah. you, you definitely have the respect from the leagues itself. I get it, where it's not always going to be That's such a narrow-minded way to think, though, and, and it's typical of our business. It is. You know, it the is. guys who make call the shots a lot of times. So speaking but. of which, tomorrow... Are you going to watch this game? Like, how yeah, much? I want to watch the 2:30 game. 2.30 in the afternoon. 2.30 is not a good time. Not for, for Christmas me. Day? No, no, typically what we do. What's wrong with 2.30? Well, it's, it's kind of in between. Like, I'd rather it be, I remember, I think they played the noon game one year. That was perfect. Okay. Because then, you know, immediately after the game. They played was, the Knicks for the noon game. Right. And I, that was like, what, two years ago? Because last year they played Boston, right? Correct. Yeah. Um. 2.30 is kind of – because i got to travel a little bit. You driving much you know, on Christmas Day? You know, 45 minutes okay. each way. That's um, pretty ambitious. You know, you got to time it right. Are we, are we going for a, like, a, like a lunch or a mid-afternoon meal? Or are we – see, because this might prov- cause me to have to stay later into the evening if I want to watch the whole Sixers game. Or, or do I just- DVR it? And make sure I don't look at my phone. No. That would be very pleasurable for me. Could you do that? Could you insulate yourself at the meal? I've done that. To where nobody around you cares about it? 
Um, well, I'd, I I would just have to tell you know, the the one nephew's into basketball. He's he can't watch it. He can't watch it now. You're in, now you're imposing your own line of yes. life on some other person unwittingly. How, how long have you known me? Yeah, but that I mean that's why I would say that that's pretty ridiculous. That's pretty selfish, don't you think? Again, are we just getting acquainted? Yeah, how old's your nephew here? He's old like, enough to respond? He's and, like uh, seven, eight years old. Oh, well, okay. Well, he's yeah. corruptible then at that he point. He is corruptible. Yeah. Very corruptible. Get him a thing of Polara balls yeah, right? okay. <laughs> for Christmas. I'm trying to get the— He'd the, love them. I'm trying to get uh, him into golf. He hates it. Well, it he man, hates when I put it on TV. Is that Always really the best me, way, though, to get somebody into golf? Well, in the middle of— you know, winter, I don't know how else to do it. Take them to Tees. That place is still open, mm. isn't it? Isn't Tees open 24-7? Yeah, pretty much. All right, well, there you go. Yeah. Now, are you as far as the game itself, you know that the biggest thing out there, there are going to be two things, right? Mm-hmm. One, can Joel Embiid outplay Giannis? Mm-hmm. And not head-to-head, but just who's going to have the bigger stat line? After the Shaq and Chuck and all the other stuff going on here. Well, is it stat line or is it winning the game? Well, like, I, to me, I'd rather be on the winning side of the game. That's fair. I Giannis, can't imagine, though, the Sixers winning without Joel Embiid dominating. No, but I'm saying, like, can't they both dominate? You know, I could see Giannis going for 38 and still lose the game. Well, okay, if you want to look at it like Giannis drops 50, they lose the game, Joel Embiid drops 40, and they win, you're right. They'll be talking about Embiid having a monster game. Yeah. Giannis, although, to be fair, this happened last year, right, where Giannis put up 50. And I think the Sixers still won that game. Was that one of the ones we did uh, on that um, app? Yeah, that app. Yeah, they don't get names until they pass. No. Yes, that's <laughs> right. That's right. That's that is. That's why I remember it. Okay. So much. Well, see, to me, I'm more interested in seeing what Ben Simmons does. Well, that's the second Joel thing. Embiid. See, that's the second thing, which I think is still only because Embiid is the bigger name right now. Is what happens with Ben Simmons in, in a game like? Tomorrow, like he filled up the stat sheet last night right. against a lousy team. Um, you know, is he aggressive tomorrow? Is he is he playing passive? I'm going to dribble the ball up the court and hand it off and go hide, Ben. Man, you know, in a national game against Milwaukee, the number one team in the East, maybe the number one team in the NBA right now. Well, it's at home, so right. That probably helps a you, lot. You think he's more at? in tune to be aggressive at home? I do. I think he'd be less in tune to do that on the road. I do. Mm. And I don't know how much I don't know how much they look at Milwaukee as a rival. Boston Well, well they better look at him as a rival. Yes, but like to the level of Boston, we don't need to go back to the 80s or 90s and bring up yearly and annual rituals about hating Boston like we do with the Cowboys. That rivalry on the floor, you can tell that the Celtics players and the Sixers players do not like each other. Right. I don't think that's the case with Milwaukee. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, maybe they don't dislike one another as much, but you're looking you're looking up at this team. Absolutely. You know, right now I think the Sixers are, like, fourth or fifth in the conference. But don't you think that there's a le- – they are. Don't you think, though, that there's a level of dislike, maybe not to the extent of hating the Celtics, but there's a level of dislike with the Raptors. And some of it came from what happened last year and how the playoffs ended. Mm-hmm. But I don't get the feel – that there is this level of even disdain to dislike when it comes to the Milwaukee Bucks and Sixers. And that's not a, a negative. It's just an observation. I mean, to me, r- right now, you know, the Sixers are second to all those teams. They right. have a lot to prove. So you think it's just a matter of 
For hey. all their bluster, they have a lot to prove. Well, I wonder what what gets proven with a, a win. I don't some, know that anything on no, Christmas I think Day something can does. be really I think proven, something but. does. I think you look. I, I think that there is a value to performing well when there's only ten teams playing and it's looked at as a prime time game. This and you're is, going up against the yes. number one team in the conference. Yes, this is a Sunday night football game with the number one player in the league. Absolutely, and I, I definitely think that there's value. Look, it's not if you lose this game or you get ba- embarrassed by twenty, you need to fire somebody. But if you win this game and you're successful coming out against Milwaukee and. Ben Simmons looks good, and Bede looks, I think well, there's value to it. Let's just hope that we don't get run and hide Ben tomorrow. And if there's a final minute, final possession situation, like we've seen a couple of times this year with this Sixers team where they look like they're in absolute disarray, unorganized, total chaos, where nobody knows who's getting the shot, who wants the shot. I want to, if, I'd love to see a structured play you know, be called and executed. To get a shot, wow! Can we? Is that asking too much I, of an NBA coach and an NBA team? Well, look, it might be asking too much for the coach. The coach has already asked for a three a night. No, but he got one since then. Do you know that? That's it. Just he took one. one against Denver. I know, just one. It's a shame. Yes, it is. A, it's a shame. This is Mays and Aton with Harry Mays and Aton Shander on 97.3 ESPN and the 97.3 ESPN mobile app. Now, I took a Christmas, not card photo, but a, a photo where I put the ski mask on. The ski mask or the gritty mask? No, I put the ski mask on. My better half put the gritty mask, full-on mask She on. wore that. She did. I'm amazed. Well, she came down. I, I, I said, hey, come on down. I had to show you something. She came, walked down the stairs, and I had that behind my back. And as soon as she walked around here, had it out, said, Merry Christmas. She's like, oh, my God. Wow. What? No. At first, I think she, was, she wasn't sure if I really got that for her. Mm-hmm. So we put it on, and that's that's how much fun you can have in the gritty masks. Yeah. All right. You're missing out. I'm out on that. Well, would you rather hear, like, all right, I'm just saying, this, as we continue and really wind down for us, more Christmas music here, the king. Is it really the most wonderful time of the year? Just depends. You know, what about for Jews? Well, I guess you got Hanukkah. We got Hanukkah. Kwanzaa. Is, is there, like, who doesn't have, that's probably where it's not the most wonderful time of the year. If you don't celebrate a gift-giving holiday in December, and maybe you celebrate it, and it happens to match up with this calendar in, I don't know, May. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, what's the worst, let, look at this, what's the worst time I of mean, the year? I mean, they put, season? they put Christmas here for a reason. Yeah, I get you it. Know? No, I understand. But think about, it, like, the opposite. What's the worst time of the year? November? I think, I think- Basically, well, February is February's like the a worst. rough one. I'd February's go with a February. Okay. February and July. And July, actually, okay. Because there's nothing going on. Everybody's on vacation. That's true. A lot of people are out there. So, what if your gift giving holiday is celebrated in your culture in July or February? Mm-hmm. That's I think now may not be the most wonderful time. You you have to show restraint, right? You know, you have to tell everybody, nope, we don't do this here. We do it later. Mm-hmm. So you're listening to Sinatra and others tell you it's the wonderful, most, of course, wonderful time of the but year. how you're many thinking, people are that really, Aton? I Look, I, I don't know how many people around the world celebrate their gift-giving holidays in February. Or at I'm least just saying, like, how many people do you think who would be tuning in to listen to us today are really fitting into that category? It's not so much today with people listening. I'm just 
answering it more big picture to Harry's asking if it's the most wonderful time. I was trying to figure out who right now would be saying, nah, you know, it's not the most wonderful so time. So at 151 on Christmas Eve, you decide to have a real deep conversation about yes. the existential macro perspective of cultures and people who are not celebrating Christmas. I'm a philosophy major at Gettysburg College, mm-hmm. and one of the few things that I actually did right was study existentialism. So I'm happy to have that conversation now. Look, we could talk about the Eagles-Giants line moving, right, a half a point. Uh, which way did it go? Is it five? Yes. Hmm, that's interesting. No, I'm sorry. I think or it dropped it four. I, I believe it dropped to four now. Okay, that makes more sense to me. Yes, it yeah. continues to Because I actually thought it would be like a three-and-a-half game anyway. Mm, no, you're looking at more of a – I don't think it will close like that, right? I don't think it will close at three. No, it's not going to go all the way down there. You but think- I thought it more would open at like three-and-a-half. What's more likely right now for this thing to happen? It to close at three-and-a-half or to go back up and maybe close it, be bet back up and maybe close at I five? I think it would probably be bet back up to four-and-a-half. Wouldn't you feel comfortable laying five right now? Where where do you stop? Let me ask well, you this. No, no. Where do you stop when it comes to no whammies, no whammies, no whammies, stop, and you're going big bucks, not a whammy? I'm not betting the game. I know, but if you were, I wouldn't bet this game either. I wouldn't get anywhere near this game. If anything, I mean, I'd take the Giants on the money line, but the, that's it. The first thing is is stop Saquon Barkley. Try to stop him. Well, they that's stopped the, Ezekiel Elliott. Well, right. They, right. They did. I think Dallas stopped Ezekiel that's Elliott, That's fair. Too. That's fair. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Kellen Moore was as guilty of that as Jim Schwartz, to me, giving the ball to him 13 times. But anyway, um, the idea that the, the Eagles should be able to score points against this defense, this defense is horrible. Giants defense, brutal, especially through the air. I mean, you'd like to sit here and say, oh, they're gonna, they could just run Jordan Howard and Miles Sanders all day. The Giants are worse against the pass than they are the run. Right. Right. So this could be, you know, Carson and the replacements having a field day. Hmm. I I don't know, though, if you can continue. That, that's the biggest factor. Does Ertz play? Well, Ertz and also you saw a first quarter that we really don't see, and that's the Philadelphia Eagles scoring. Double digits. Scoring twice. Yeah. yeah. So I don't, I don't know. Look, there are a lot of factors here. That's why I, I, we don't need to break the game down. I'm just saying as far as where you would stop. I, I still think that if you're laying less than seven, you're in a good spot for the Eagles. Mm-hmm. If you're laying up to six and a half, you're still in a good spot for the Eagles. And, you know, Thursday will be at Barry the Hatchet. Friday will be at Parks. And you know what, what we'll be watching at Parks during the show? Friday. Yes. We'll be watching Temple Carolina bowl game kicks off at noon. Now, Josh has that on the docket as well. So one more time, Josh, before we get out of here, because just to repurpose this pick, you took Hawaii plus two tonight against BYU. Absolutely. With my own money, I parlayed last night Packers on the plus side with the Hawaii game tonight. Ooh, that's how brave. Wow. I love it. All right. So, on top of that, you also have Temple. I think we all do. Temple beating four and a half. Correct. Plus four and a half. Now, the beauty of it is we'll be I back on Thursday. They've got a really good record. Uh, ATS when dogs of seven points or less does Temple. Is that right? Yeah. Seven or less? Yeah. That's Underdogs. pretty interesting, too. Short dogs. No rumors about Rob. 
uh, going anywhere, right? No, no, no. All right. We don't, we're not going to lose Coach Carey after a year not of success, after a year. right? All right, good. Hopefully he can stick around. He a wins bit. nine, ten games next year. <laughs> Who knows? Might be. All right, coming up next, Josh and Deshaun, the return of the dynamic duo. When was the last time they were together? Josh? Yes. Josh would have to answer. Uh, that. The summer. Okay. Yeah, these guys go at it. So they have a lot of arguments. I guarantee you there's going to be something in the first five. It's like a prop I had about a score coming in the first seven minutes. In mm-hmm. the first seven minutes, there's going to be an argument. One of these guys is going to set the other one off. We're yes. back after Christmas.